If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Good evening and welcome aboard across the country on iHeart, around the globe on the American Forces Radio Network, Sports Overnight America, presented in part by Destination Grill in the heartland of uh, Iowa, Destination Grill with an E.com. We'll tell you about them coming up here. Dominic Jimenez on board today, producers, co-host with me as well, a Monday into a Tuesday, and we'll wrap up the weekend in sports uh, Charlie Gibbons later on in the week as we get ready for football, the fifth quarter takeover. It's coming this fall, and it's really just a couple of weeks away. Uh, listen, it used to be just week one of the NFL would be overreaction week. Uh, preseason, I mean, fans across this country, so football starved. Man, you get into chat rooms and you listen to sports talk and even on this network, people overreacting. I mean, the Niners laid an egg. The Patriots were horrible. The Jets put up a big game. Carolina looked awful. Uh, so on down the line. It's preseason, folks. I mean, it's the, the easiest throwaway line in August, mid-August, when your team's playing football, it's preseason. Don't get too wound up. So away we go. Uh, such is life. The movie Blindside. Now, who saw this coming? Maybe we are, quote-unquote, blindsided by the story that's kind of broken Shelby County, Tennessee, with the Tuies, uh, who apparently led Michael O'Her, uh to believe he was being adopted. Turns out it was a conservatorship. And now they're saying with the movie, The Blind Side, starring Sandra Bullock back in 2011, grossed some $300 million. Well, Michael Oher says, you know, he's owed some money, uh, never adopted. And uh, this feel-good, heartwarming, you know, tug-at-your-heartstrings, tear-jerking story has now taken, like so many things in our life, an ugly turn. And we will spend some time with it. Dom's watched the movie. I've seen the movie. Sports fans have watched the movie. Michael Oher, of course, and Blindside starring Sandra Bullock. So we will delve into that. We'll have an extended Dom's download. We look forward to that. The baseball, you got to get into it. Dodgers are running away. Uh, the Orioles are even getting a, 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 some breathing room. The Rays now, uh, Wander Fra- Franco, they got a mess on their hands there. The Yankees lost a game that you can't even imagine how bad it was. And they have basically, I think, resigned themselves to being a cellar dweller in the American League East. We'll wrap up the weekend. We'll look forward to a big week in sports here. It's Sports Overnight America here on Sports Byline Broadcast. Out at the Iowa State Fair, presidential candidates and the folks at Destination Grill. Check them out. They're there at the Iowa State Fair through Sunday here on Sports Byline Broadcast. Around the globe on the American Forces Radio Network nationally on iHeartRadio. Coming back. This is your 
captain. Better buckle your seatbelts for this one. I saw my passport expired, so I went to Staples, got a passport photo lickety split. While I was there, I grabbed some tiny travel soap and shampoo. <laughs> I should have got some from my co-pilot. Just kidding, Brad. Staples has everything for travel. 10-minute passport photos, luggage, headphones, even personal travel items. And now at Staples, get $10 off your purchase of $30 or more when you buy a travel service. Staples, your first stop to nonstop travel. Ends 916. In-store only. Exclusions apply. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. All right, talking the world of sports here on Sports Byline and a whole lot more. Marty Terrell along the way, Monday into a Tuesday across the country and around the world in the overnight. And we got soccer tonight. Uh, we're going to be down, listen, uh, we're going to be down to a championship by uh, Sunday. We look forward to it. Uh, get down to that final four and away we go. It's been some action. I'll tell you what, that uh, that shootout, uh, 7-6 Australia. I mean, and, and by the way, uh, Rory Smith, it's worth going back and reading the New York Times pieces on the World Cup and that Australian matchup. It's just it's it's just excellent journalism. And uh, I think it's going to be a blast to watch. I really do. And in a way, I, 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 I'm going to tell you right up front, uh, I, I would love to see England win it. I would like to see Australia do it. It'd be great. 
It'd be absolutely great either way. Can you imagine what that will be like in that country? The fact that even though they shared a little bit, a little bit or a lot of it with New Zealand, it would be unbelievable if the Aussies could take down the cup. So we will see how that goes. Now, that's not where we'll start today. You know, I want to get the baseball out of the way. Extended edition of Dom's Download. The situation with Tampa, uh, you know, listen, they, they got off to a rousing start. You know, Baltimore has been unbelievable. Baltimore is in the middle of a long sojourn out west. And look, they're 19 and 10 since the All-Star break. Okay. And, you know, uh, the West Coast swing, the job they did in Seattle over the weekend, San Diego next up. San Diego has been a disappointment. Dom called it. Dodgers now have just run away, predicted it for a long time. Listen, and I, and I, thought, the, I thought the Dodgers would win. I thought Arizona would hang around. Uh, longer than they did. I thought they had the pitching. The Giants have, you know, come back to earth. But, uh, you know, they're, it's going to be a mad dash for that wild card in the National League. We're going to go right down to the final days. So let's start right there, Dom. I want to start with Tampa. And listen, they were, you know, their wheels were starting to wobble a little bit. Now they got the situation with Wander Franco. I just wonder how you see this and can the Rays somehow you know, block out this distraction with their star 22-year-old multi-million dollar talent as he has now looked like he's headed for the restricted list. He's not traveling with the team. Uh, your take on that situation in Tampa real quick. Yeah, it's not good to be a Rays fan right now. You you have the Wander Franco thing. You've got their mix and match parts struggling a little bit. Guys like Harold Ramirez aren't hitting like they were. Jose Siri's not hitting like he was. Luke Rayleigh's not McClanahan's hitting. McClanahan's out for the year. McClanahan's yeah. out for the year. You already lost Jeffrey Springs for the year. It, it's rough, and they're in a, a tough division. So I, I think it's safe to say the Rays are not going to win the division. The good news for them is there's really only one, maybe two teams outside of the division in the wild card race, and that's whoever doesn't win between Houston and Texas. Nobody in the Central is going to be a wild card team. The Angels are fading hard, so they're going to be fine. They're going to make the playoffs, but obviously not having your best hitter, not having your best pitcher, who's won a Cy Young Award, and having your platoon guys struggling, it's going to be a, a rough patch for Tampa right now. Yeah, and we'll see how these – it could evolve into a full-blown legal case. Apparently, social media contact with a minor, a young lady. Uh, so we will keep our eye on that. I want to go to the National League uh, Central in particular. You know, does Milwaukee get the job done? They have excellent starting pitchers. Obviously, they've got uh, Corbin. They've got uh, an outstanding closer in Devin Williams. Uh, Peralta, Woodruff, I mean, this is a decent, a, a well above average pitching staff. Cincinnati's been a good story. The Cubs have come on. Give me a quick hit on the National League Central because it's very likely to be, uh, you know, winner of the division might be uh, might be all that the uh, National League Central yields. The wild card in the National League is going to be contentious. A bunch of teams clumped in there, including the Giants. How you see in the NL Central, Dom? Yeah, I think it, I've been saying it for a few weeks now. I think it's still going to be the Brewers. The Reds, what I was afraid was going to happen, has happened, where all of these young guys, Spencer Steer, Friedel, Ellie De La Cruz, Andrew Abbott, they've all uh, Matt McClain, they've all cooled off a bit. They're, they're not hitting 300 you know, every single week with a few homers and some steals. So they're cooling off, and it's kind of 
all at the same time, what made me worried about them was how were the young guys going to react when they hit that inevitable cool-off. It's it's baseball such a long season. You fail seven times out of ten, and you're great because you're hitting 300. So how, how do the Reds' rookies and young players respond when they start scuffling? And they're hanging in there, but they're only four games over 500 now, 62 and 58. I think it's still got to be the Brewers, and, and the Brewers, that offense, it, it doesn't, there's not somebody there that you, you see and you're like, oh my gosh, they are they are so good. That's Ellie De La Cruz, but the Brewers are just a very good team. They're a veteran team mixed with some very young players, and they get the job done, and like you mentioned, buoyed by the fantastic pitching. So I still think Milwaukee's going to win the division. Um, maybe the Cubs can stay hot and sneak into the wild card, but I think it's the Brewers' division to lose. All right, let's get to dominant teams right now. We'll get to the Dodgers in a moment because I put them as dominant. But is there any more dominant team than the Atlanta Braves? Um, Obviously, Olsen is tearing the cover off the baseball, but they are so deep. They are so deep. And I don't even need to get into the pitching, which is really, really good. But that that lineup, there's just not really an easy out in that Atlanta Braves lineup. Are they head and shoulders the best team in baseball, as the record would indicate? The defending rookie of the year hitting ninth on the Braves. You have Michael Harris. You have two catchers who can both hit 20-plus homers if they were the regular, regular starting catcher and handled a majority of the plays with Travis Darno and Sean Murphy. Vaughn Grissom, <laughs> who earned some Rookie of the Year votes last year. You want to know how good Atlanta is? He's in the minors. And he almost won Rookie of the Year. <laughs> Just Spencer Strider hasn't been the same Spencer Strider over the last month, and he's still the favorite to win the Cy Young. Just, they're loaded. Guys like Eddie Rosario and Marcelo mm-hmm. Zuna, Orlando Garcia. <laughs> it seems like every supplemental piece they picked up to go with their amazing core has played perfectly, and it's it's hard to see. The one concern in in when it comes to the playoffs is their starting pitching after Spencer Correct. Strider. They, right. They're relying on a lot of young guys. We've seen Bryce Elder, who's been pretty good this year, but he struggled over the last month. So you you, you got to be concerned about that as a whole. But I I also I'll put Atlanta at number two. I still like the Dodgers, who are yeah. doing what they're doing with some of their best players. Not healthy. Uh, I'll t- still take them at dominance in the National League, but the Braves number two. Yeah, I'll put the Braves one, Dodgers two. I'll flip you here a little bit. But I think I want to find out, is there a team in the National League that could break up a Atlanta Dodgers showdown in the NLCS? Is it Milwaukee even despite scuffling during the regular season because of their no. pitching and the fact they do have some pop in their lineup? Is it a... You know, I don't know. Is it a surprise team? You know, kind of lurking out there in the in the National League. I'm I'm just trying to think of anybody else. I mean, San Diego's not going to make the playoffs. The Giants. I'm starting to see it the way you see it. Um, I mean, is, is there a team? Is it Milwaukee that could? If there is a team that could split the Dodgers and Braves, who is it? Philadelphia. I'll say it's yeah, Philadelphia that, that, okay. if, if anybody's yep. going to do it. I don't think Milwaukee's got the offensive firepower to keep up with the other two teams. Philadelphia, they have the nice combination of some solid pitching. They've got some studs uh, in the lineup and out in the field. I think if anybody is going to kind of wiggle in and say, not so fast Atlanta, not so fast LA, I think it'll be Philly. 
in a shorter series, I could maybe see the Brewers knocking one of them off if Brandon Woodruff is back and healthy and ready to go come playoff time. At that point, I could see them winning maybe a best of five in, in the in the divisional round where you're going to see Corbin Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta exclusively over those five games. That gives Milwaukee a shot. But I think if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Philly. Going to be interesting. I, I was looking for the other team, and you know what? As I look at the numbers, you're right. It's Philly uh, and maybe Milwaukee next. But that that's it, folks. I mean, the National League after that, it's a real reach. American League, listen. Uh, Baltimore may be built to last. We'll do Baltimore later on in the week as they continue their Western sojourn. When we come back, though, we'll get into the NFL, but the Michael Oher situation uh, with the Tuies movie, Blindside, 2011. Hard to believe that that was 13 years ago. And now it, uh, you know, it's getting a little ugly, or 12 years ago, a dozen years ago. Getting a little ugly now in the aftermath. The Blindside, a feel-good story, not feeling so good right now, apparently. We come back here. Monday into a Tuesday, Sports Overnight America, iHeart, and the American Forces Radio Network. Has someone in your family lost a job recently, and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property, and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495, 800-788-1495, 800-788-1495, 800-788-1495, that's 800-788-1495. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. 
take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539 Paid for by Fix My Student Loans NFL Talk, we'll get to the Michael O'Hurst situation The movie Blindside now is uh, We're being blindsided with some real ugliness Said he was uh, told he was being adopted No, it was a conservatorship And he was told, he says that Alleging that uh, the Tuies Um told him that uh, it was the same thing and come to find out movie grossed some 300 plus uh, million dollars. Uh, now it's a, it's a, it's a money fight and an ugliness, uh, an ugly side to the blind side. We'll do that uh, coming up with Tom, but let's go around the NFL too with Tom as well. I, we got to start with the Niners. I see the news on uh, Brock Purdy's been, you know, cleared now to work out without an off day in between. So he's trending in the right direction. Trey Lance was not good. I mean, it was ugly. I don't get into scores, uh, you know, and, and you shouldn't. Uh, it's about possessions. It's about reps. It's about getting teams ready. But Niners looked horrible, but I, I don't go too cuckoo over this stuff. I don't. It was their, their wannabes and might-bes against the other team's might-bes. The, the Raiders played with a, a, a more intense uh, focus maybe, but it's preseason. I don't get crazy. Uh, what I do, though, worry about if I'm a Niner fan is the situation of quarterback. Go ahead. Yeah, so I I I think this is going to be one of those situations. And again, it was preseason, but Trey Lance did not look good. He was forcing passes. The one touchdown he threw should have been intercepted. It it's a concern that it feels like he either A can't handle Kyle Shanahan's offense, and I guess that's what Shanahan is seeing in practice and in these preseason games because it feels like Kyle Shanahan always has Trey Lance in some kind of gimmicky offense. And when Trey Lance got hurt last year when he broke his foot, he ran the ball up the middle on designed runs up the middle like five, six times early in that game. And I, that's not Kyle Shanahan. And what was weird to me is it feels like Kyle Shanahan had the notion, oh, my quarterback can run. I'm going to run him and, and instead of, you know, just utilizing bootleg, utilizing, you know, plays out of the pocket where Lance can make decisions while moving, and maybe one of those decisions is he's going to tuck it and run. That's what I would like to see when Trey Lance is under center, whether it's preseason, camp, regular season. But it feels like there's some kind of disconnect there. I don't know if it's Shanahan doesn't want a quarterback that can move or just he doesn't believe Trey can handle the offense. So, it's a bit of a mess, that, and this is going to be stupid, but Sam Darnold looked okay. Again, preseason, yeah, but yeah. it's preseason. Yeah. everybody's been on Sam Darnold, and we, we've seen what Kyle Shanahan can do with guys like Nick Mullins. So if, if Sam Darnold can be a reliable second, third quarterback, I guess I'm okay with it. But the my I am slowing the – pumping the brakes on the Trey Lance train because – I'm starting to get a little discouraged. He was very under pressure, not playing with all the number ones. I get it, but it still didn't look good. Didn't feel good either. All right. well, 
you know, two or possibly three quick points on this. First of all, quarterbacking wasn't going to be a problem. Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, Cinderella story, and then the injury against the Eagles, blah, blah, blah. But the rehab has gone well. So, look, he, he's been named the starter. At least that's what I've read. He's the starter until otherwise. We'll see. It's good news now. He can work out day in, day out, so on and so forth. But Lance, in terms of his mobility, inside the 20-yard line in the red zone, that's what I want out of a quarterback is a guy that can be mobile and can run the ball. I think he becomes a threat. But you know what? There's another 80 yards that you got to contend with. And in the middle of the field, uh, having your quarterback run a lot uh, puts him in harm's way with injury, which ultimately resulted. Here's the question I have, though. Is this a legitimate guy that Shanahan wants as a backup? If Brock Purdy picks up where he left off pre-injury, is a solid quarterback, gets the Niners off to an expected good start with their first two games on the road, Um I mean, is his future hanging in the balance? And, oh, by the way, here's the third point. If they're going to trade him, what kind of value does Trey Lance have? This was a first-round pick. I think this is going to be a lot like James Wiseman with the Warriors, where there's clearly some kind of timeline disconnect between the coaching staff and the player Mm -hmm. and and development. And I think it's going to be one of those ones where there's not much trade value, maybe a third-round pick. Maybe some team is going to get a wild hair and get offer a second rounder. Definitely not three firsts, which is what you gave up to get Trey Lance. And I, I think we're not going to know how good Trey Lance can or can't be with the 49ers. If we're going to see him succeed, it's going to be with a different team that is willing to, you know, put him in a situation to thrive. And I don't know. I can't completely say that the 49ers have done so. So I think we're not going to know how good Trey Lance can be until he's no longer a 49er. Interesting. Did they think they were getting a a quarterback on par with Kyler Murray across the division at Arizona? Is that what they thought they were getting in your view? Well, Trey Lance isn't like 5'7". So I'm going to say they had hopes of he was going to be Mahomes. Talent-wise, though. It's hard because Kyler Murray is not that good. Um, I, I think they were hoping they were going to get a Josh Allen, in all honesty. a wow. An athletic guy who had a big arm, played a bunch of no-name teams, but had an immense raw talent, and they I think they, that's what their, their hope ultimately was. And they weren't able to develop it, and Lance couldn't stay healthy. That's partially on him. But they just couldn't get to that point where they could see Oh, maybe this guy could be Josh Allen. They they have not gotten to that point. I'm sure they thought hey, may, there was even some Patrick Mahomes in him just because Trey Lance had the huge arm. We're not going to find out if he's going to be anywhere close until he's wow. with a different team. Isn't that something? Yeah, it's right, too. Josh Allen, don't forget, played at Wyoming. I remember seeing him with the Cowboys uh, from Wyoming at Kinnick Stadium in Iowa City. Iowa handled uh, Wyoming that day, but you saw the big-time arm. You saw the ability. You could see it. Uh, there was no if, ands, or buts about it. So interesting. All right, what else jumped off the page? Anything in week one of preseason? Because quite frankly, the games that I watched, most of them, if not all, were NFL Network presentations. I'll tell you this: we talked about it uh, while you weren't around on Friday. But the Patriots looked horrible. Uh, the Jets looked fine, but we're not seeing first teams. Uh, there's not much you can deduct. Is there anything that you gleaned from the first weekend, though? Um, the only things that I can think of, because I didn't watch a lot of it, I watched a little bit of the 49ers to, just because they're my team. Um, Kenny Pickett yep. looks pretty good. He looks good. He's looked really good in camp. A lot of the reports are he's been good. 
He looked decent in their uh, first game. Um, Justin Fields has also looked decent. And if you recall, Justin Fields was, if I was going to put $5 on some super long shot, Justin Fields would be the guy. And now, obviously, again, preseason, buoyed by the fantastic running of DJ Moore on the screen for a big touchdown. But I, I think those are the things, that there are some young quarterbacks who are looking to take a big step in whatever year that they might be in, and there's the potential for them to show up and actually perform very well. I don't know where I want to put Ezekiel Elliott in the Patriots' history of bringing in veteran players. This is not going to be Corey Dillon. This isn't going to be a Randy Moss impactful signing. Uh, He's got name value. He's only 28, but I don't think the Patriots are getting much. What Whether the Patriots, one year at $6 million is not the end of the world. It's relatively chump change in the true scope of things. Are they getting a guy worth the one year and $6 million with Ezekiel Elliott and Foxborough? What do you think? Oh, and you're spending only one year and it's $6 million. I, I think the worth it, it almost doesn't matter. It, it, you're, it's, a, it's a gamble at that point. You're hoping Ezekiel Elliott can come in and, and do something positive for you. It's not like, again, one year and it's a football contract. It's probably not even all guaranteed knowing how football contracts are created uh, yeah. these days. So I'm sure they can get out of it if things don't go well. But the potential for his usefulness is there. Ramondre Stevenson, in his first year handling the load last year, got a little dinged up. I'd rather have Ezekiel Elliott being a guy, change a pace back, the kind of guy who can come in if uh, for, for, for an extended series and can handle a, a workload like that. Now, obviously, his play has declined. The Patriots' offensive line is not the Cowboys' offensive line. The Patriots' offense is not the Cowboys' offense. But as a change of pace guy who can come in and spell Ramondre Stevenson, I think it's a great signing. I, I see no potential flaws because Ezekiel Elliott, for uh, as much of a, a diva people wanted to label him, I can't think of too many times where he threw like an actual temper tantrum from not getting the ball. So I think it's a good signing. Interesting. Um, by the way, uh, I thought the Saints looked pretty good. It was the kind of the featured game of the weekend. It was the early game yesterday. I don't know if you caught any Chiefs, Saints. No. Um, I think Derek Carr is in a place where he can thrive. I mean, really, I think he needed to get out of that situation, Oakland slash uh, Las Vegas. I think he's going to reclaim himself as a pretty darn good quarterback in New Orleans. Long way to go. This is his first camp, first game. Uh, you see that trending in the right direction? Yeah, I, I think it's a good situation for Derek Carr. It's, it's a fresh start, which obviously what he needed the most. Um, he's got some weapons. He'll have Alvin Kamara, who's not Josh Jacobs, but he's good. He'll have Chris Olave, who's not Devontae Adams, but he's good. I think it's in, in all of the, the burden and expectations, you can kind of shrug off the the kind of cloud that was hanging over him between the move and you know the fan base, which I understand. I'm not taking a shot at the fan base or anything, but... You know, oh, Derek Carr, oh, it's the same thing every year. He's got a fresh start, and I think it's a good spot for him to do so. All right, blindside the movie, blindsided with a kind of a sordid story that came out today. We will delve into that. Dom continues along the way. Dominic Menez, 
with me, Marty Terrell, here on Sports Byline Broadcast. A Monday into a Tuesday, we got scores, interviews, and highlights. Keeping an eye on the West Coast, Orioles, Padres, things getting a little a little distance in the American League East. We'll keep an eye on that. Update the scoreboard throughout the night with scores, interviews, and highlights on Sports Overnight America. Presented by Destination Grill, iHeart, around the globe on the American Forces Radio Network. We're coming right back. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com go to learn more. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Across the country on iHeart, around the globe, on the American Forces Radio Network, Sports Byline Broadcast, presented in part by Mad Meatball. 
Now, Mad Meatball is located as well in Des Moines, Iowa. That'll be home on Saturday night, the football fifth quarter takeover. Andy Hartman and his outstanding crew at Mad Meatball. Check it out. They're on Southwest 12th, right off of Martin Luther King uh, Parkway uh, in Des Moines, Iowa. We look forward to that. Mad Meatball. Check it out at madmeatball.com. All right. Uh, well, we all remember the movie, Dom. You're a movie buff. I remember it. Kind of a heartwarming story. Uh, warm your heart with uh, Michael O'Hur and uh, the Tui family and starring Sandra Bullock and a little ugliness today. He said he was adopted. He was told he was adopted. And then the Tuis came back with, well, not so fast. It's a conservatorship, but it's really the same thing. Now he's alleging that, uh, you know, he's basically uh, been shut out, uh, no money, no proceeds from the movie, which did 300 plus million. Uh, at first glance, uh, how do you feel about this story that's unfolded today via ESPN.com is where I first saw it. Go ahead. And there's there's two things that I've taken away from it. One is is the timing is weird. Michael Ower hasn't been playing for a few years. Yeah, the movie's true. been out for 12 years. I'm sure it's not making a ton of money now, and if no. that was the big issue, it feels like uh, it would have been earlier on. It's not like he's now 18 or 21 and can say something. So that, that, that part's weird. And two, based on his statement, if you told me that there was a, a couple who was well off and were looking for a way to make more money and profitability, I'd, I'd completely believe it. Now, I don't, I'm not accusing them of doing anything, just going solely based off what Michael Ower's statement was, but I, I kind of believe it if, if, if that's the case because the, the way that, the again, reportedly the, the contract for the film was set up, even the kids made multi-hundreds of thousands of dollars off the film, so... Uh, yeah, it's not a good look for anybody involved. Yeah, Leanne and Sean Tui. What I find interesting, too, is he says he was tricked into signing the paperwork on the conservatorship over the adoption. He had to have a, an attorney had to see that document. That, that, that document isn't something that you go to Staples and print off. At least I don't think you do. I think you get that uh, by virtue of an attorney. I don't know. Does I almost want to say this feel, and this is just a gut feeling on my part. He's 37 years old right now. He's removed from football. Has he handled his finances well? Or is this, you know, is this kind of, you know, post de facto, hey, you made all this money. I've fallen on hard times. How many professional football players, athletes have we seen when the playing days are over? They didn't manage their money well. I'm wondering if this might be one of those situations where it's a kind of a desperate money grab based on something that happened more than a decade ago. I don't know. I'm just speculating. Like you said, right at the outset of when I questioned you, you hit the essence of it. The timing is very, very odd. It just is, Dom. The timing doesn't feel right. Yeah, Let's I, expand upon that. I We're talking 12 years ago. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And, you know, you're, the the point you make up, maybe he is in a little bit of financial ish, uh, trouble. And that's it, just it's, a guess, by valid. the way. No, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a va- and that's all we can do right now is speculate, and that's, that's valid. I, I will say, hearkening back to one thing, there is quite a difference between adoption and conservatorship. I, I, I don't Big know time. if you intended it, but you were like, hey, it's essentially the same thing. I'll say it's 100% not the same thing where 
the adoption, in my eyes, in the way my brain is working right now, I see the adoption as a full-fledged member of the family, whereas the conservatorship, without the adoption, because we've heard of all of the conservatorship horror stories in Hollywood, and that's with, you know, the first one that comes to mind is Britney Spears and her dad. That That's actual family, and then the, her father taking control of the revenue that she generates. So if it was a conservatorship and he truly wasn't actually ever adopted, then that's quite the, again, potential uh, real snake move by the family because they're bringing him in like, okay, it's almost like a foster situation where they're like, we'll take care of him for a bit, get him, you know, straight on the straight and narrow. But because we're not adopting him, he's not part of the family, but we'll be in charge of all the finances. Oh, he excels in football. Okay, great. Oh, the movie. Okay, great. Well, we're in charge of handling all of that for him on his behalf. And obviously I don't know the the situation. I, I wonder if this is true, where the hell his social worker was in in terms yeah. of you mentioned a lawyer. I, I'm just more thinking the social worker. Social who, worker, who, where is that who person? Doesn't yeah. properly articulate to him that it is not an adoption. It is a conservatorship. Where it's very easy if if this is all true, the family could just say, "Oh, hey, we're adopting you. Here's some paperwork." I don't think a teenager is gonna sign uh, read a bunch of paperwork. I'm a grown ass adult. I probably wouldn't read a ton of paperwork if I was in a situation like that. Yeah. And oh my gosh, this family cares about me, and uh, I, I can be taken care of, and I can, you know, whatever it might be. If if I'm pulled out of a tough spot, I might be tempted not to read the paperwork too, as an adult, let alone as a teenager. So the social yeah. worker, it feels to me, obviously, I don't know the nuances of the of adoption and and all that kind of stuff, but I feel like it's on them to. A, draw up the paperwork, and B, make sure he knows what he's well, signing. Overse- yeah, the whole uh, the whole premise of a conservatorship is is you you give up, you know, the the the, the social worker or the person who's overseeing the conservatorship pays all your bills, d- does pays your rent, takes care of all your expenses. That's the whole idea. Because what you are essentially is saying, in, in a roundabout way, actually a more direct way is. I don't have the ability nor the desire, the data, or, nor the desire to do this, hence the conservatorship. I want to read a couple uh, couple little things here, Dom, and, and then they'll put a close on this. But according to the legal filing, uh, again, courtesy of ESPN.com, the Tuies, Sean and uh, Leanne Tui, and their, God, uh, their two birth children each got $225,000 plus 2.5% of the film's quote, unquote, defined net proceeds, unquote. Now, it reads further. The movie became a critically acclaimed blockbuster, reportedly grossing more than $300 million at the box office, tens of millions of dollars more in home video sales. The film received Oscar nomination for Best Picture. Sandra Bullock won a Best Actress trophy for a portrayal of Lee Ann Tui. It goes on to say that while the deal allowed the Tuies to profit from the film, the petition alleges a separate 2007 now now we're talking we're talking 16 years ago a contract purportedly signed by uh oher appears to quote unquote give away to 20th century fox studios the life rights to his story without any payment whatsoever why if true how could anyone allow that to go through how 
Well, that's what I'm saying. If yeah. they were in, if they had brought him on as conservators of his estate and his stuff, then that's how they controlled yeah. the decision making like that. It's and and that's why there was such a big thing with Britney Spears is her dad was making every single financial decision for her with her money, so he right. could do whatever. Uh, you know, backdoor shady deals with whatever he wanted to do, and she was powerless to do it. And I think yeah, it was all if legal. this is it and legal. if yeah. this is all true with Michael Ower, I think that's exactly what you're going to find out is the Tuies potentially just straight up took advantage of him with an adoption. You know, once he's 18 and, and all that stuff, he can make his own decisions and stuff. But with a conservatorship, you can be an adult and the conservatorship is still there. So I think that yep. is the key to it all is, is Michael Ower's statement where he was tricked thinking he was going to be adopted, ended up entering a conservatorship. If that fact is true, that unlocks a whole mess of things. Well, the one thing I will say in closing is this is a movie that would withstand the test of time. This movie could be relevant 30 years from now as it is today, as it was back in 2011 when it came out. It's just one of those stories that can endure. I'm not going to say it's like a wonderful life, but in a way it is because of the nature of the story. What do these revelations do now, revelations do to the evergreen, withstanding, enduring uh, posture that this film would enjoy otherwise. Does this affect it in a negative way? I don't. I don't think this in- impacts the film at all. I think the film, in, in a way, is independent. It's. It was based on a true story, and if it turns true out story, everything yeah. that he, you know, everything that we thought about the story is false, it's like you said, still a good film. And mm-hmm. great movie. I loved it. I truly loved that movie. And, and it's, I really did. It, it just was that just and Sandra Bullock was outstanding. It was just so it was such a heartwarming story. It was good <laughs> for me. It was good. But it's not like Michael Ower was Patrick Mahomes or Eli Manning in, in 10 years. There's going to be a new generation of kids. Who is Michael yeah. Ower? But he, he didn't need to be a star, though, because no. I but think in terms the, of in in, in, ter- yeah. in terms of the film and the interest in the film holding up long term, it, mm. it, it's not like he's a household name for anybody under the age of twenty right now. Gen Z, I would wager a ton of them don't know who Michael Ower is, even if they are football fans. And that's if they have if they've seen the movie, then they know who Michael Ower is. But you got to remember, right. he was an offensive lineman. Other, if, if this film doesn't exist, unless you were a Ravens fan, you don't know who Michael Ower is. So I but think that, that's the film my point, will stand though, up, but it I, won't. Go ahead. That's my point, though. It doesn't. It could be John Q. Public. I mean, Rudy has stood withstood the test of time. You know, all I'm saying. I think the concept, the storyline, is what made that movie great because it was a great movie in light of the fact that he was a no-name offensive lineman. He was just a big, big old Ophi kid who a family took in. I, I don't think that matters. And that's my question. Can the theme of this movie endure? The theme, sure. But what I'm saying is, in terms of holding up the test of time like Rudy has, I don't think it's going to hold up as well as Rudy has because there are going to be enough people. Now, obviously, people my age, we're going to show this film to our kids. However... 
Michael Ower, like you just said, was he was a good offensive lineman. He was a pro bowler. Yeah. But I, I think mean, there are was, enough yeah. people that if, if it's on people my age to share the movie with their kids down the road, and I, I don't I don't feel the need to. It was a good movie. It was a good story. And to an, to a, to an extent, we've heard this kind of story. We haven't seen it in an a award no, winning award winning film. Too often we see, but this. we've That's heard stories exactly, exactly like this. So I, I think yep. because of who he ended up being as a player, I don't think this is going to go down as a Rudy type film. But I think it'll be a popular film down the road. Well, I'm a, I'm a nerd enough to I will now follow this intently to see what his motive was. Were the twoies clean on this? I, I will really uh, want to follow this uh, for some unknown reason. I don't know why I get interested in this stuff, but I think it's going to be interesting to follow. And is this again, has, I pray that he has not mismanaged money. I hope he's in a good financial stead, but something tells me that little inner voice tells me, uh Oh, someone got to him an attorney who said, you know, you got, you know, you got taken advantage of, and you're not in the greatest shape financially. I'll take it on contingency, and away we go. Somehow, I think that's where this thing is a, a derivative of this is a legal mind that got to him. Just a guess on my part. We'll come back. Scores, interviews, and highlights. We'll set the scene as we head into the overnight and in the early wee hours of the morning where the sports world is alive when we're asleep here on Sports Overnight America. I'm Marty Terrell. We're coming back on Sports Byline. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? 
Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. All right, back here on Sports Spyline. Into the night, into the wee hours of the morning. Uh, The women's soccer, I want to get to that because I misspoke. It'll be Spain, Sweden. That'll be at 3 o'clock in the morning, Central Time, 4 East, and 1 uh, a.m. Pacific. Spain and Sweden in the semis. So away we go. And then after that, we will move on until, I believe, the next day. I want to be, uh, let's see here. Yeah, then we go to Australia and England. And I, you know, those are my teams left. That'll be at uh, 2 a.m. Uh, check that. That'll be 3 a.m. Pacific. It'll be 6 East, 5 Central. That'll be Wednesday into Thursday, Australia and England. And then we'll get the final on Sunday the 20th. Uh, what do you think? Sweden and Australia? Spain? England? We'll see. Uh, baseball, why, look, I want to see I want to see the Orioles here. Uh, continue this West Coast trip. I want to see them. Uh, you know, Astros, Marlins, we'll keep an eye. I mean, we'll keep an eye on them all. I mean, the Angels are falling rapidly out of it. I think they're done. Otani's not going to pitch on Wednesday. Uh, he's got a t- tired arm. That may be that tired arm is probably waving a white flag and his uh, the whole idea, no trade at the deadline. Um, it doesn't seem likely that we're going to see Otani stay in uh, Orange County in Anaheim. I, I just don't it, it doesn't feel it. It just doesn't feel it. The other series to keep an eye on is in Dom's backyard there. The Giants uh, hosting Tampa. Tampa, of course, with Wander Franco and his mess right now, potentially a legal situation. Uh, that could get real ugly. So we will uh, keep an eye on that situation. All right. Good job out of the whole crew. Thank you, Dom. Excellent work out of you. We are presented by, again, Destination Grill. Destination Grill in Grimes, Iowa. Destination Grill with an E.com. They are set up and will be until Sunday the 20th. They'll be out at the uh, Iowa State Fair. So look forward to Destination Grill. All right. Great job out of Dom. Blindside story, interesting. Baseball, all the NFL stuff, we roll it into one big ball. We're back at it Tuesday into a Wednesday here tomorrow. Keep it right here throughout the night in the wee hours of the morning. Sports Byline broadcast nationally on iHeart, around the globe, globally on the American Forces Radio Network. For Dom and the whole crew, I'm Marty Terrell. Adios.